Well, welcome along to episode 43 of the All Things Leeds podcast. Uh, I'm Ed McIntyre, and joining me in the studio is, as always, my co-host, Charles Foster. Hello. Hi, hey, mate. You alright? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I've been swimming today, so... Have you? Feel a bit more refreshed than I usually do. Nice. He nice. says that as he rubs his tired eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always tired nowadays because it's always dark. It's really, it's really, I hate it. I hate it. You wake up and it's dark, and about four o'clock it's pitch black. You got to work. Come home in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> go you just to, don't see go daylight. Go to uni. Come home in the dark. You just don't see daylight anymore. It's, nah. it's so annoying this time this time of the year. Uh, but you're good. You're good anyway. Yeah, I'm sound. Yeah, man. good. And uh, also joining us in the studio, uh, we're joined by someone who's making a first appearance, their debut on the podcast uh, from Ellis Eleven, straight out of Bielsa's basement. It is Alfie Kemp, also known as Jordy White. Hello. Hello, Edward. You all right? Not bad. Do not call me Edward, please. Sorry, mate. <laughs> call me Ed. Sorry, just trying to make things a bit more formal. No, nah, call me Ed. Call me Ed, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone yeah. in the chat, call him Edward. <laughs> yeah. No, please don't. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not too bad. But yeah, long time no see. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Thanks for having me on. Good, good, good. Um, well, really do appreciate you being on. Yeah, Always no appreciate problem. people coming on for the first time. Really do appreciate it. Just yeah. Well, once you once you once you first come on, then you. you it's easier to get people on after, after the first come on, isn't it? Yeah, it's just easy to convince people because you, you tell them, oh, you want to come to my podcast? And they always go, oh, I don't really know if it's going to be all right. And then you, they, they come on first time. It's like, oh, that was fine. I'll just come on next time. Yeah, we, we always leave a good impression, I think. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think that's it. Uh, well, uh, there's plenty to talk about uh, in this episode. We'll, of course, uh, discuss uh, Leeds United's 2-1 win over Blackburn Rovers at Ellen Road uh, last Saturday uh, as Leeds United go into the international break five games unbeaten. Uh, we'll go over the uh, Leeds United under-23s as well and also the Leeds United women's team as well as the women were very impressive in their win away Stockport counter last Sunday. Uh, there's also plenty of uh, other bits of news to do, uh, go over, including the news that Matthias Click and Leith Davis have signed new contracts with Leeds United. And of course, it is the international break, so there's no Leeds game to look ahead to in this week's podcast. We'll say that next week. Uh, but we'll go over all the Leeds players who are uh, due to go on international duty. Um, and we'll uh, also look at England as well. So plenty of stuff coming up here on the All Things Leeds podcast. <laughs> Well, a uh, more formal welcome to our guest in the studio, uh, Alfie. Um, and uh, Alfie, as we like to do here on the All Things Leeds podcast, whenever uh, someone is coming on to make their debut, uh, we uh, like to get no- get to know a bit more about them and uh, how their uh, story spotting Leeds United all started. So, uh, yeah, how when did you start spotting Leeds United? Where did your journey start? Do, do you remember your first game? Um, yeah, I've been sporting Leeds, I'd probably say, for about 14 years. Um my dad's uh, from Leeds, sported Leeds all his life, and then moved it to Newcastle, and that's where I'm born and bred. So he kind of lured me away from from uh, the attraction of the of the Magpies, if you like. Um, first game I think was uh, Cardiff at home, December two thousand five. Um, th- I remember um, having a minute's applause for Billy Bremner. I also remember being at a rainy grey day. Uh, being a rubbish game and losing one nil, so uh, yeah, kind of set the tone for for the next decade and a half, I guess. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think I have a first game. I don't, I don't remember my exact first game. All I know is that it was probably in League One and we probably lost against some yeah. really crap team. Yeah, mine was three nil loss at home to Swindon in League One. Yeah, so yeah, that, again, set me up for fifteen years of misery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't remember my first game at all, really. I, I, I really, really don't. Uh, but you you almost became a Newcastle fan. Uh, I, I guess you could say almost in the fact that 
if my dad hadn't been a football fan, I probably would have ended up being a Newcastle fan just because all my mates are, are Newcastle fans, and obviously it's it's quite it's one of those places where you know you you're born there and you don't really have much choice. It's not like uh, you know London or Manchester where you could essentially support one of any number of clubs. It's yeah, it's sort of you you support Newcastle or not, but. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it. I don't know. You can support Borough or Sunderland or Darlow. Nah, not not in Newcastle. <laughs> not in Newcastle. That's too that's too far down. Nah, I don't want to support those shitholes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, well, no, it's uh, no. I'm, I'm obviously uh, you know, Newcastle fans have, have probably had a more enjoyable time in the time that I've been Leeds yeah, fan. But I, but I wouldn't support anyone over the else. course of the history though. They've, they've not won anything in Newcastle. Well, yeah. at least Leeds have won some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's not many. There's not many Newcastle fans alive who can remember them winning a trophy. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's very very true. Um, what would you say your your best or biggest moment is supporting Leeds United. What what that's, sticks out to you the most? That's it's quite a hard moment to pick. Really, there's there's very few uh, great moments in the last four or forty <laughs> years. Isn't there? Ain't that um, true? But indeed, the, well, indeed. But I, I would put it down to the games that I've actually been at. So I was at the game where we beat Bristol Rovers to get promoted from League One. Nice. Uh, that w- that was a really good day. I remember. I remember that uh, very fondly. That was just a just a perfect day one it? it was a you know lovely day sun was shining went one nil down came back to when it was just just a perfect day and mad max getting sent off <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course yeah it was just, it was just a typical if you're going to describe a game as leads it would be that wouldn't it just although yeah. we did get promoted in the end so well, yeah, probably we not. Did, yeah but, but, you, but you know like do you remember hearing that story from simon grayson when he was saying like basically uh, half time we got the 10 men and we we're looking really dodgy looking at we might uh, one nil down, and he he went he talk, started talking to the uh, their Bristol Rovers right back in the tunnel, saying if we if Leeds lose this and we don't, and we don't get promoted, good luck getting out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Just got in his head completely, and ruined. Is that the guy who got Max Gradle sent off? Uh, I don't know if he got sent sent off, but he was obviously part of the team. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> he got in his head that much. And, and let's be honest, they did bottle it second half. Yeah, they did. Entirely. I mean, yeah. they went 1-0 ahead early on, didn't they? And then, yeah. and then of course, us with 10 men, Housen scored a screamer, and Beckford, of course, scored that goal. Beckio well, almost keeper, scored. Mm. Yeah. Courtesy of the keeper, wasn't it? I remember watching it back oh, he just quite lo- a few lo- years he later. Just, he loved it. The, 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 it was the right back, wasn't it? The right back, the right back just turned his back, didn't look bothered. Some <laughs> Someone nicked in front of it, got it. it, it I think it was Bradley Johnson who got uh, yeah, it. I, I, I think it was. I, thought, I thought, yeah. thought he threw it, and then Bradley Johnson jumped up and it hit his head, and then it just fell perfectly. No, it was like, yeah, it was. Johnson just kind of saw it, went, oh, well, Ryback's not going to get it. Well, I'm going to have it. The only, the only time in his career that Johnson ever actually looked bothered to win a <laughs> ball, got it, lobbed it in, and then it. Somehow, what, what, what was funny about that goal was as Beckford scored it, uh, Bradley Johnson had just got it already assumed he'd scored it and started running off into the crowd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> going mental. Yeah, it's crazy to think that that's almost ten years ago. That happened. Is, I think it is ne- ten years, years next next year. Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is just absolutely mental. But yeah. Fantastic memory. That's probably my yeah. highlights. Putting Leeds United getting promoted. Yeah, probably. Um, I wasn't at that Bristol City, uh, that Bristol Rovers game though. Uh, games that I have been to, that I've been quite a lot of cup games. You know, we beat Spurs in the FA Cup a few times. Quite, quite like those. Uh, but yeah, certainly the, the League One promotion yeah. probably the highlights. Putting Leeds, even though I wasn't at that Bristol Rovers game. Uh, but uh, Alfie, thoughts on the thoughts on the season so far and Marcelo Bielsa? Yeah, um, it's a weird one. I'm I'm not entirely convinced by this this season as much as I was last year and I, and I think that's probably because of 
the fact that it was the element of surprise last year, wasn't it? We were yeah. coming from, you know, being totally useless and then it was like, you know, where on earth has this come from? But I think we look a lot more pragmatic this season. I think we look like we, we've got our game management down. We're, we're grinding out results and, and obviously we're actually better off in terms of points now than than we were at this point last season. Yeah. So um, I think we've probably got a better chance at promotion this season because I think we've got a better squad. I think a better understanding. We've got more players, you know, how to play the system. Uh, I think Tony Mowbray said we had a weaker squad. I think he was quite the same. He's a weaker squad this year. I, th- I think I a lot of people have, have said stuff like that, though. And then it, it's kind of like getting into your head a little bit. But I think in terms of like we had a lot of players last season who, outside of the first eleven, didn't know how to play in in the squad, didn't know how to play the Bielsa system. But I feel like now we've got a se- like most people have got a season under their belts. You know, even like the academy players know how to you know fit into that system so yeah i i think it's it's been okay so far but you know i'm gonna judge it in may i mean we're one point better off than we were at this point last year although we were top of the league at this point last year (laughs) yeah which don't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) i'm quite optimistic about this season i I must admit i I think it's the expectation isn't it because last season we we went we were going we just come off the back of a season where we finished thirteenth, we weren't mm. really expecting much. Marcel Bielsa comes in, yes, he's had, he's got a good CV, but we don't really know much about him. That last friendly game uh, wasn't really too convincing. That one no win over Las Palmas at home, uh, but then we we just surprised everyone and, and rocked with rocked the division. Now now it's expectations and it, it's hope that kills you, really, isn't it? Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm quite optimistic about this season. Um, it definitely is the hope that kills you. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, but Alfie, you do a lot of uh, presenting. On the uh, LS11 YouTube channel, of yeah. course, I'm a contributor to that as well. Hopefully, we're, hopefully, we're, we're, when I see you all, all you newcomers, uh, but <laughs> he <laughs> says patronising. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, how did uh, working on uh, LS11 come about for you? It it kind of it came out almost completely by chance actually, because I've I've been a sort of a listener to the podcast and a occasional well, occasional watcher of the YouTube channel for the past year and a bit. Uh, and then about a month ago, one of my mates started doing some editing and camera work for for LS11. Connor. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, shout out to to him, the man, the man behind, the real man behind uh, Bielsa's basement. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then about a week after after he'd started doing that, I got wind of that the, they were looking for more contributors, someone to do um, something a bit different. And then I think my my first appearance on the LS11 channel was. Being interviewed by by you on the yeah, post match fans reaction after yeah. the derby game, um, and then yeah, it's just kind of gone on from there. Bielsa space, and I've done a few uh, post match. Well, I've done one post match uh, video at the weekend when filling in for for your good self, and then yeah. uh, a couple of pre match ones as well. So it's just kind of yeah, to yeah. just grown naturally, really. Yeah, yeah. it's great. I, th- I think we need to say that it isn't actually Bielsa's basement. It's just a. Oh no, it's not. It's just a kind of. uh, It's a gimmick, really, that we say at the start of of every video. It's a good name, though. It's it's a good. It's a good. Well, it was one that we came up with when we were in the pub after the Forest game earlier in the season. We had a few pints, and it sounded really good then. And I mean, I'm not. I'm not bashing my own thing, but yeah, it's. uh, It sounded really clever back then, but yeah, it's just kind of stuck. Kind of a bit of a. No, well, it does stick. It it does stick in your head, though, which is really, really, uh, really good. And you're a great presenter. I've told you many times that you're. Really good presenter, so definitely go check out LS11. Of course, uh, I contribute, Alfie contributes, um, and 
Charles, you've, you've appeared in Arsenal Eleven a few times as well. Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Um, so yeah, uh, I wouldn't class myself as a contributor. No, though. no, but you've appeared <laughs> on it a couple of times. But yeah, make sure yeah. you go check out uh, Ellis Eleven's uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, all their uh, social media, uh, really, and of course all things Leeds as well. Uh, make sure to uh, follow us all. Uh, but moving on then, uh, let's look back on uh, Saturday's game. Uh, Leeds United beating Blackburn Rovers 2-1 at uh, 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 Ellen Road, of course. And uh, Charles, this was a, a solid victory. Yeah, it was just, it was quite... It was like a, like a regulation victory, wasn't it? We kind of you. If someone says you before the game, oh, what do you think? Somebody you go, ah, probably two one. Uh, well, it'll be fairly comfortable, and then you, and then that actually did happen. <laughs> like for the first kind of um, thirty minutes, it was it was just a bit. It was just a bit stagnant. Yeah. Nothing really happened. Yeah, I mean, it took a while to get going, and didn't I, it? I know. I know. I watched the. I'll, I'll look at all the Blackburn stuff after the game because I like to see opposition opinions on us. And they were they were like, "Oh, first thirty minutes, I thought we played really well." It's like you didn't really. Just nothing happened. I think it was pretty even. It was, it was just they, pretty lackluster. They were defending though. quite well. We weren't really getting any joy. That was kind of it for thirty minutes. And then yeah. it kind of the penalty kind of broke the deadlock. Yeah, it did. Didn't it? Of course, the penalty and, and the goal's always going to change a game. But of course, it was an unchanged lineup for Leeds United uh, from that uh, home win uh, over QPR a week before. Bobby Douglas did make his return from injury though, uh, and was uh, placed on the bench. Uh, but yeah, the game took a while to get going. It was pretty even, but but also lacklustre. It was a very very dull game. Uh, 25 minutes though, Stuart Dallas, he had a, a dreadful shot that he fired over the bar. Uh, that was our it, like, first to, attempt to be at fair goal. To him, it, sorry to interrupt. So, to be fair to him, it was a really good run from midfield. He, he, yeah, of, it was. he, t- he took the ball off the feet of Roberts and then ran in. Uh, and he, he, he could see after he took the shot, he was kind of holding his lower back. Yeah, he looked to have a lower back problem, didn't he? But he did carry on though and played, yeah, and played it, the rest it of the game. He went off the pitch briefly and then came back on. He seemed to be okay. But yeah, the shot, he, he, I think he injured himself taking the shot. <laughs> it was a it was a poor effort. But yeah. I, the actual run to get there was was good. I mean, that's kind of Bielsa ball in a nutshell. Isn't it? The, the runs and passes are all there. It's just <laughs> the, the shots that are just a bit off. But yeah. Yeah, it, it was a it was a good chance that before yeah. the before we obviously got the joy of the penalty. Yeah. But uh, for, uh, fortunately, Stuart Dallas was was not injured. He was holding his lower back, but he, he did play the rest of the game, which is really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, thirty minutes in, uh, Leeds win a penalty. Out of a bio, bringing down uh, Luke Kaling in the box. Uh, Alfie, were you surprised uh, when the referee gave this? I think yeah, because I, where, where I was, I was in the uh, the John Charles paddock, so right down sort of sort of side onto it, I guess, um, and it it looked. Just kind of like a, a coming together. It looked like there yeah. must have been some contact um, from behind, and and then I was I was sort of surprised the referee gave it because it's Leeds, and um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave it for Blackburn. But no, on on looking at it now, I I can honestly say I, I don't think it was a penalty. Um, I I don't think there was very minimal contact, if any. Yeah. Um, if we had VAR in the Championship. It might have been given, but have you not seen the replay? I have seen the, I have seen the replay, and honestly, it's it's it a, it's, it's yeah. a tangle of loads. You, you yeah. see free kicks given for that. Yeah, in exactly. The other, I, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Anywhere else on the pitch, and this happened. Didn't this happen the other week? Didn't it? Anywhere else on the pitch, the, that uh, kind of foul. That, well, that, that kind of makes up for the fact that in the Forest game, where we had like two or three still more penalties not not given yeah. to us. But the, before we go on to talk about the actual. Um, Collision. The chip ball from Tyler Roberts over the top oh, two it was area. brilliant. It was superb. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. He kind of he, he he was waiting for the for the defenders to come towards him. Drew him in, chips it over the top, and it sent Erling through. Yeah. He, probably, he probably overhit the pass slightly, which is why, <laughs> which probably won us the penalty really. Because if yeah. if Erling had brought that ball down, mm-hmm. you know another cross might have been cleared. Yeah, whereas, probably. Um, yeah. But the, yeah, the, the tangle legs. You can see you, they've been given yeah. either way. I mean, I mean initially, I mean. 
initially it looked like a 50-50. It looked like, you know, it was just to come in together. And I was surprised that the referee gave it. But looking back at a replay, I, I thought it was definitely a penalty. Luke Aylin got, got there first and Adverbayo just kicked him in the legs. I don't, no, I don't think either player got to the ball. Or, um, from what I saw, Aylin doesn't really get hold of the ball. But then again, mm. uh, Adverbayo doesn't get any touch on the ball. He, he just kicks he, Luke he just, Aylin's he just legs. Vo- he just volleys Luke Aylin the shins. <laughs> so you can see why the referee's given yeah. that. But yeah, bit soft. I'd be annoyed if that was given against us. Yeah, uh, but of course, Patrick Bamford he did step up um, with the entire Elmville crowd chanting his name, which which was just brilliant. <laughs> I was I was stressed watching it. <laughs> I just yeah, they, they yeah I think everyone was. I just I can't watch this. Yeah, if he misses it, this is the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, Bamford he did step up and score and put Leeds United one 0 ahead. Uh, as I said, a whole ground chant chanting his name. Uh, everyone just seemed re- really, really pleased and really, really relieved. It, it was a fantastic moment, Alfie. Yeah, it was, it was great and I, I agree um, that it was just like so unbelievably stressful before that because it's kind of <laughs> like when when it's Leeds it, it, and it happened, it's happened for years where you win a penalty and you think, oh God, we've got to score it now. Um, and obviously Bamford's not got the best of records, especially no. taking penalties for Leeds and you know, there was quite a few people around me who were just like just facing me as in like I was looking at the pitch and they were looking back at me because I couldn't watch it. So, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely delighted for him because he really, really needed it. And, you know, yeah, he did. it's like, what, no goal in, in 10 or... Yeah, well, that was his first goal in uh, in 11 games uh, since that 3-0 win away at Stoke. That was his first goal at Ellen Road all season. Uh, so he really, really needed that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really pleased for him. It was a fantastic moment. Everyone chanting his name. The players looked really pleased for him. It was relief. More than anything, really, just relieved that Bamford kind of had run finally over scored. Him, yeah, it was just relieved that Bamford had finally scored, and uh, yeah, hopefully he kicks on now, and, and that goal gives him uh, some much needed confidence. Uh, but yeah, really, really pleased for Bamford. As, as we said, first goal in eleven games, and his uh, first goal at Ellen Road this season, which is just <laughs> extraordinary. But, uh, yeah, he's finally got the goal. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully he does kick on from this. Uh, but yeah, really, really pleased for Bamford, and that. That, of course, put us 1-0 ahead. And then uh, five minutes later, we got 2-0 ahead. Calvin Phillips with a brilliant crossfield ball to, to, to Padre Bamford. It was a really, really brilliant, brilliant ball. Uh, Bamford, really good first touch, laid it off to uh, Jack Harrison, uh, who eventually scores. Uh, the ball hit the uh, uh, the inside of the right post and then bounced into the uh, back of the net. Uh, but yeah, Charles, this was a brilliant goal. Yeah, I, um, again, uh a friend of the podcast, uh, Leeds United, Mad Kev Markey, uh, he, he retweeted um, an article that a Blackburn uh, commentator had written. And the the, the way, the, the, way the, the Blackburn fans had described it was a hopeful long ball that, that Bamford nodded down to Harrison, which is not accurate for a number of reasons. No, uh, it was a fantastic it, ball from 50 yard pass, which Bamford brings down with a superb first yeah. touch and then lays it, lays it on perfectly for Harrison, who's got like... Ten yards of space yeah. all around him to just solid bottom corner. Yeah, it was a fantastic goal. Yeah, and and speaking of Blackburn commentators as well, I heard that the uh, I follow commentators, the Blackburn commentators, were, were were dreadful. They were criticising Leeds United all the time. And yes, it's a it's a Blackburn I follow, I follow, but. It, yeah, you know, certain amount of professionalism. Yeah, you need you need you need to be professional. I, I, I was I was surprised. I, I heard a few people saying you know what they said, and I was surprised with with how they can broadcast that. I'm struggling to get jobs in the journalism industry, and you got guys like that in in jobs there who uh, who were saying stuff like that on air on, on the EFLs I follow. I thought that was a disgrace, but uh, yeah, fantastic goal here uh, to put Leeds United two 0 ahead. Uh, Cameron Phillips, that that ball was just something else. And <laughs> Patrick Bamford, uh, really good, uh, a golden assist in one game for Patrick Bamford. And yet you. 
you still didn't give him man of the match after the game when we were talking. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go on to man <laughs> of the match uh, soon. But uh, yeah, uh, Bamford laying it off Jack Harrison, really, really good finish. And that, of course, puts 2 0 up. We live in the dream, uh, but only for a short while, as uh, <laughs> uh, five minutes later, <laughs> Derek, Williams, uh, Derek Williams, he scored for Blackburn uh, a header from a corner that uh, made the score 2 uh, 1. A really, really poor goal to concede. And Alfie, of course, it's going to be a set piece that Leeds United concede from. Yeah, it was just it was written in the stars, wasn't it? A first attack <laughs> that they have after going two 0 up, and yeah, I, w- I texted my mate just before it, saying, "I bet you this is going in," <laughs> and then you know it just it's just typical, isn't it? I I saw it and I wasn't even mad because I'd already planned to to you know I'd already said, "Oh, they're going to score this, aren't they?" And then it just went in. And I was like, "Yeah, fine." Like, yeah, <laughs> you, we we'll do that. You prepared. I'd already, I'd already. You'd prepared yourself. I'd for already a been mad. They got the corner. I was like, "Oh, bloody hell!" So I was like, "Oh, bloody hell!" Two one. There's so many <laughs> weird things about this goal though, because uh, Roberts had the ball in midfield, and for whatever reason, he didn't release it, and he just lost the ball. It got punted down. Ailing got to the ball first. I think he was trying to pass it back to Casilla, but he, oh, he passed it yeah. straight out of play. So that was the corner. And then obviously, it didn't look like we were pe- we expected the corner to come in. It looked like. The first alien heard of it. It was <laughs> Derek Williams was kind of above him, yeah. and then the the stadium was just like, even with the Blackburn fans, the stadium was just quiet. It was just like yeah, the Blackburn fans didn't really didn't really make too much noise. Just, I, don't, I don't know about you. I mean, Alfie, well, you were right below the away fans. No, I, it really was it was weird. It was I, I don't know why I remember this, but I sort of remember hearing them cheer the goal before it hit the back of the net because I sort of because they were like literally right behind me. So I heard the cheer, and then next thing I know, I looked, and Casilla was diving to his left, and I just saw the ripple of the net, and I was, and then the stadium was just silent because yeah. usually, when when I, you know this season, there's been goals conceded, and you know you everyone's can, a bit annoyed. Every, <laughs> there's like there's like mumblings like all around the ground, but it literally just went. It was silent, yeah. and it was it was just it was surreal, really. Yeah. and then it was just kind of like, oh well. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think it caught everyone by surprise. But yeah, I think I think the reaction was, oh well, we, we always come see from set pieces, but we are still ahead, so we're, uh, so it's we're, fine. We're still winning. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Blackburn had gone ahead or scored an equaliser, then I think everyone would be annoyed. But we were two 0 up, um, and we, we can't defend from set pieces, we're so not, everyone's just everyone's just used to it. We've never really been in this situation this season, or not very often, where we've like already been winning, then someone else scores a goal. And it's like. We just think, oh, we're still winning, aren't yeah. we? I think the only other one was like Bristol City away, where we were like three 0 up, and then they scored yeah. that, that terrible yeah. goal at the end of the game. We were like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, we'd never been two 0 up in one half before. I no, mean, two goals came within five not in minutes. the first half, and certainly not <laughs> Ellen Road. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that made the scores two one. It was two one at half time. Second half, we remember better side, but we missed uh, many chances. It was quite a lacklustre game, really. Even in the second half, we just blasted a load of shots wide. Um, Seventy minutes, though, Liam Cooper he was replaced by Kai. By uh, Gaetano Bavardi after he limped off uh, with what was announced uh, later as a groin problem, uh, so he'll be out for a few weeks. Hopefully, it's not too long. We, we do need Liam Cooper; he's our captain, of course. And um, so, yeah, hopefully, he does recover uh, well and quickly. And then, at uh, 81 minutes, uh, Helder Costa is replaced by uh, Pablo Hernandez. Uh, Alfie, what are your thoughts on Helder Costa? Because I'm still yet to be convinced by him. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, Yet to be, I'm yet to see the player that I thought he was going to be because you know Costa's been terrorising Championship defenses for you know a couple of years now, and has generally been one of the better players every season. And I think when when I saw him coming in, I was thinking, well, you know, this is it now. This is a, the genuine quality player uh, to put on the opposite wing to Hernandez. So I've got two quality you know deliveries on each side, and I think um, he's. 
not been given the license to run at defences as much as as he has been at, at past t- at, at past jobs. You know, he's like he's he's part of a, like a, a machine now. He's a cog in yeah. a machine. He, he can't pick the ball up on the halfway line and and you know grab the game by the scruff of the neck. But game by game, he's looking better and better. We're seeing the benefit of his pace more and his skills more and. Yeah, I, th- I think he is. Uh, you know, I, th- I think he's a, a great asset and definitely yeah. a first name on the team sheet. Yeah, I mean, I am still yet to be convinced by him. I, I don't think we do play to his strengths really. I don't think we are allowing him the freedom that he needs. No. Um, I think the square ball summed it up in, in their uh, match ball podcast after the game that um, he's a fifty million pound winger, but we're only seeing about four million pound from. Oh, I think it was on BBC Radio actually. So someone uh, tweeted in saying we're seeing about a five million pound winger there, even even though we've there got fifteen. There was that bit in the first half where um, Costa got got on the ball and was running at their back line and the referee pulled it back for like a head injury for the Blackburn oh, player yeah. who it, it went off the pitch and then came back on immediately and started yeah. running like clearly not had a head injury and then later on in the game Patrick Bramford got elbowed in the face went down holding his head and the referee didn't stop the game for a head yeah. injury the referees were really really poor really really poor in this game uh, but yeah Helder Costa I'm still yet to be convinced by him, uh, but we'll, we'll see how he gets on in, in the next few games. Uh, in added time, Jack Harrison, he was replaced by Leif Davis, who, and Jack Harrison got a round of applause from, from the uh, entire Ellenville crowd. He had another good game. And uh, Leif Davis, he came on and, and impressed again in the little time that he had on the pitch. Uh, but Leeds, of course, we did hold on to win 2-1 uh, against Blackburn to stretch our unbeaten run to five games. Now, of course, three wins at home, two draws away. Uh, Charles win really, really good form at the moment. Yeah, I mean... All you can ask is for you to win your home games and draw your away games. And I mean, you can ask to win every game, but we're not Man City fans, so <laughs> we, we accept away draws. Uh, but yeah, last five games has been been excellent form. You can't really that's promotion form, three wins and two draws. Oh, it's, a, it's a minimum playoff form. So yeah, I've been we've, it's been quite nice supporting Leeds these last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd, I'd like to see it continue beyond the international break. Yeah. The Christmas period is always the most. Always the most crucial period of any championship yeah. season, I think. People are going about that February-March period, and that is important, but I think if you get enough points over Christmas, you're generally okay to have a slip yeah. around February or March. Yeah, or, yeah. or, good, or good run of form and, and pick yeah. up a lot of points in the lead-up to Christmas, like last season when we that seven-game win streak, um, and then and then around after Christmas, said in the new year, and then so we started far? dropping points. Yeah. Is, is it two? Or well, five unbeaten, but we're two wins, in, two wins in a row so far, so it's hoping we make it three. We've got yeah, Luton, yeah. Is it Luton away next. Uh, yeah, Luton away and Reading away and Millsborough at home, and that's our November fixture. Couple of away so. games, not, not a home game for ages, is it? Yeah, uh, not another home game for about two, two, three <laughs> weeks. Yeah, two, three yeah. weeks, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we're in really good form at the moment. Hopefully we, we build on this. Uh, but after that win against Blackburn and other results last weekend, we do still remain third in the championship table. Every, I think um, six of the top seven won, so nothing yeah. changed. Yeah, we're, we're level on 31 points with second place Preston North End, and we're two points behind league leaders West Bromwich Albion still uh, heading into the uh, international break. Uh, but there is now a gap though uh, opening up we're, we're two points above fourth place Swansea City so uh, will us three Leeds Preston West Brom break away now two think? points is not a gap <laughs> that's one game but, but, but it's more of a gap w- than what's, w- than what's one game been. of it going not going your way and you're below somebody yeah. Yeah. but it's more of a gap than, than what than what we've seen so well, far yeah. this season a, goal, a kind of goal difference gap so yeah. experience yeah because it's just been too tight and no one thought it could continue like this because everyone was just like winning one game and losing the next it was never going to continue like that yeah because if that <laughs> The championship be far too. I mean, it's very competitive league as it is, but you can't go on like that. Yeah, someone was going to get consistent eventually, and hopefully, it's going to be us because we're yeah. kind of looking a bit more consistent now. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad to see we are kind of stretching the 
top six away from the mid table now. Yeah. I mean, look at Charlton, they've kind of had their moment in the sun, they're going back down to the <laughs> the, the mess that is mid table. Yeah. <laughs> Alfie, can you see us three teams, Leeds, Preston and West Brom breaking away from everyone else now? Yeah, I th- we, we haven't really broken away yet, but I can definitely see, I mean, certainly we've got a great opportunity with the next six games, I think, against, you know, 11th and below. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, the, these us three are definitely the standout performance you know West Brom have, are always dangerous obviously us and you know I've been really impressed with, with Preston so far they're, they're playing each other in a couple of games time are they? Yeah. yeah so that's our opportunity Yeah. Uh, and also I think West Brom's next like, eight games they're playing like uh, six of the top eight so like this is a perfect chance to, yeah. and we're playing <laughs> the teams that are like 18th 20th 16th yeah. all the ones that are loaded so this is this is the Best opportunity we will ever have to yeah. just go right. Let's let's just storm this league. Yeah, yeah, it's a really really good opportunity. I mean, as we've said many times, it only takes like a team to win five or six games and a bounce to really. I should say six of the current top eight. Up. Obviously, there's a few games to go. <laughs> yeah. It might change dramatically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really, really good opportunity for Leeds United. Our next six games, as Alfie says, they're all pretty winnable. So yeah, hopefully we do kick on this uh, five-game uh, uh, unbeaten uh, streak and, and just build on from that and, and put a good run of form together. Uh, but yeah, of course, we do go into the uh, international break. Uh, after that, we are greeted by two away games in a row, uh, Luton and Reading. Uh, of course, that Reading game in, in midweek and then that, that home game against Millsborough on November 30th, I believe. Um, so yeah, it was important, wasn't it, Alfie, to, to stay unbeaten and get get this win against Blackburn heading into the, heading into the international break. Yeah, definitely. It's it's just a, a really great platform to, to go into this two weeks and, you know, get the confidence that Bamford will be riding the crest of a wave now and Harrison's in, in great form and we've got Hernandez back. I think, you know, it'll just be typical Leeds to lose at Luton and then we'll... <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll so we never do well in table. London, do we? We never I, do well I'm in London. I'm going to call it so. now. London's yeah. a rough place to go to. Yeah, it, it really, really is. Uh, it's a rough place to go to in general, really. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, moving on then. Uh, the Leeds United under-23s, uh, they haven't played since we last recorded, Charles. Uh, but at the time that we're recording uh, now on this Wednesday night, uh, the Leeds United under-23s will be playing against Derby County uh, away at uh, Loughborough University, which I almost went to, um, in the Premier League Cup. So, uh, good, <laughs> so good luck to the uh, Leeds United under-23s there. Uh, but the Le- Leeds United, we have been drawn against Hull City in the third round of the FA Youth Cup. We played at Ellen um, Yeah, it's going to take place at Ellen Road, Thursday the 5th of December. Uh, so that be uh, Charles. That be really good to go to. Yeah, I might get. I might go. To that to be fair. Yeah. I, I like going to the cup games for the youth, the youth teams. Yeah, and they're usually free for senior ticket holders as well. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I just have to convince Chris not to go. <laughs> <laughs> I I should mention I share my season ticket with Chris. Yeah, I don't know whether that's confidential knowledge or not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's, so I'll just have to say to Chris, oh, can I have a ticket? I'll go with me, old man. I'll take my brother. It'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. That that should be a good game to go to. But uh, yes, Leeds United versus Hull City in the FA Youth Cup third round uh, at Ellen Road on Thursday, the fifth of December. And I want to the Leeds United women's team. Um, they were very impressive. A uh, five-three win uh, for them away at Stockport County last Sunday. They were three-one down just one minute into the uh, second half, but came back to win five-three. Um, incredible, incredible victory. Congratulations to them. And uh, Alfie, women's team doing really well this season we seem to have a really really good women's team yeah I mean to be honest I, I haven't I didn't really pay you know a whole lot of attention to them to them last season but I've started to sort of get into you know the other teams this season the under 23 is watching them a bit more sort of monitoring their how they're doing and I watched the highlights of the the 5-3 win at the weekend I was actually you know really impressed because that's you know you know no matter what you say about women's football any level of the game to be 3-1 down come back to win 5-3 
pretty damn yeah, impressive. It's fantastic, it's fantastic. Um, and yeah, the, like I was, you know, go, going all the way back to the centenary event in Millennium Square when they were interviewing the women's team. They seemed, you know, they were saying about you know how much they're sort of becoming back part of a club. It's one you know thing that um, you know Rad Rosani's done you know impeccably well is is getting all the teams together as as one you know playing under one name so yeah you know they seem to be doing well so far this season long may it continue yeah they are doing really well and it's great that they're getting a lot more media coverage as well from Leeds United the highlights are on YouTube uh, getting a lot more articles posted onto the main Twitter Interviews account with the with managers yeah. and the players as well. yeah done by uh, Andrew Dalton friend of the podcast so um, yeah. Um, so yeah it's, it's fantastic stuff uh, that's good, happening good old the, Andrew uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fantastic stuff that's happening with the uh, Leeds United women's team so yeah hopefully they uh, they keep on their winning games uh, yeah really really good team there uh, so keep an eye out on them um, on to other news then uh, Saturday uh, on, on Saturday uh, the day of the Blackbird game of course uh, it was announced that 29 year old Polish international midfielder Mateusz Klik uh, had signed a new four and a half year deal with the club uh, which will keep him at, at the uh, club until the summer of 2024 and uh, Charles this is this is a really good move yeah um, well <laughs> I mean, this kind of this leadership at the, of the club, the moment with Radzani and Angus Kinnear, they've been really kind of enthusiastic about getting everyone tied down to kind of long-term deals. <laughs> it has cost us a bit in the past, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> with the likes of us in Boyce still on the books and Ben and Nita, ben and Nita and been them. here for years yeah. and uh, uh, Sibiki and, and Grot. But we have got some players like Calvin Phillips on a five-year deal that was pretty good. Hernandez on his rolling deal that was pretty good. Um, so we, uh, we we have actually made some good signings. Um, and obviously extending Luke Allen and Stuart Dallas and Liam Cooper's deals and all getting them them sorted. Uh, but yeah, this this is good because it means that should we go up to the Premier League, I think I can see the logic here. We don't have to pay, next time we sign a contract with Click, we don't have to give him 40 grand a week. Yeah. He'll be on 25 grand a week for four and a half years till the end of his career. Yeah, that's very true. I, I didn't really think of that. Yeah, but yeah, that, is, that smart, is very smart true. Smart bit of business, that. Yeah, and uh, of course, a long-term contract for Matosh Click, uh, probably going to retire at Leeds United, really, unless unless we do... Well, it'd be 34 by the time his contract ends. <laughs> yeah. That's if he sees it out completely. Yeah. And, and he's not Pablo Hernandez or no. <laughs> like Gordon Strachan where he's just going to play until he's you know in, in his mid-50s. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he possibly could retire at That was sarcastic, by the way. I know Gordon Strachan retired about 40 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coventry. Uh, but yeah, uh, Metaus Click could potentially retire at Leeds United. But uh, yeah, four and a half year deal for for him. A uh, great move by the club, looking ahead to the future yet again. And uh, uh, Alfie Click, he's so important to the side, isn't he? And and, and how we play. Um, you know, it's of course a really good move to keep him. He's so important, and a lot of people don't really seem to realise just realise just how important he is to the team. Yeah, definitely. He's he's certainly come on leaps and bounds since he was sort of cast aside by. Christiansen and got a loan to I think it was Utrecht in the seventeen eighteen season. Yeah, uh, and you know came back has just been a, a breath of fresh air and he's he's still brilliant this this season. You know his his passing his his attacking movement what he brings to the side is is great and I, I think it's it's just really nice to see him um, you know kind of settle down because I, I remember I think it was Luke Aylin who was an it was an interview at the end of last season or during the summer where he said he's fa- he finally found his home yeah. in Leeds because he's sort of been on he was on the was it Bristol City we got him from and he'd kind of been on the on the edge of it and that's like his kind of he'd been at Yeovil as well he was in Arsenal books as a kid yeah yeah so he'd kind of you know kind of spotted around but you know it's really great to kind of see you know a kind of a a core of players like uh, Aylin, Click um, you know players like that kind of really you know 
yeah, finding a home in yeah. Leeds and you know players that because it's all well and good having quality players at Leeds, but having players who are who are happy, who are happy, to, happy be to be here and actually well, want yeah, to stay. Stuart is. Dallas's kids have grown up in Leeds, and he says even when he leaves the club, he's probably still going to live up in Horsforth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like there's, <laughs> there's, there's where we are now. We're in Horsforth. Well, there's now a kind of. I, I mean, I don't know how much you follow the kind of the the wags on on Instagram and stuff, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but, but there's but there's now a kind of um, a core. I think it's like Foreshaw, Dallas, uh, Click, Aylin, Cooper. Who they're all sort of they have a lot of like kind of family events so like the kids will you know you know that the wives know each other and you know the kids know e- know each other it's just really nice to see it's just kind of a, a real um you know it's it's a real pull factor for for Leeds yeah. United players to kind of stay here rather than saying well you know maybe I'll I'll go somewhere else so yeah br- brilliant move brilliant, yeah. brilliant signing yeah it's fantastic it's like one big happy family isn't it really uh, at Leeds United great great spirits obviously and uh, yeah really really good that these players are, are all happy at Leeds United uh, but yeah what an incredible journey uh, Click has had at Leeds United of course arrived in the, arrived in the summer of 2017 uh, Victor Walter's first new signing uh, Christensen didn't really uh, want him he went out on loan a few times in that 17-18 uh, season uh, but of course he, he did brilliantly at Leeds United last season got his own chant and he's uh, doing brilliant again this season he's, he's got a Yorkshire Rose tattooed on his arm as well don't know if, if you guys have seen it but he's got a Yorkshire Rose tattoo, Yorkshire Rose tattooed uh, on his arm I think it's to I think his child was born in, in, in Yorkshire so he wanted to remember that uh, but yeah f- brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, move by the club so yeah Matos Click 29 year old Polish international midfielder uh, signed a new four and a half year deal at Leeds United and that's not the only player who has signed a new contract at Leeds this week uh, on Monday it was announced that 19 year old left back Lee Davis has signed a, a new three and a half year deal with the club um, again uh, another fantastic move Charles very good yep very good Davis <laughs> very good Davis you see that very good Davis that phrase trended on Twitter you got to see it in his accent though. very good Davis <laughs> but you see that that trend, trended on Twitter yeah so I'd imagine a load of people are looking down like I bet he's sick I bet he's sick of it I bet he's like <laughs> I bet they, I bet they rip him in changing room on the train well, well Leeds United the, the, the official Twitter account Leeds United they, they posted the video very of Marcel Davis. Bielsa saying very good Davis in that <laughs> very <game>. good. yeah <laughs> uh, this was great because um, Leif Davis is always someone who really does impress in his cameos off the bench yeah. in particular in the under-23s game I always always thought he looked a really good, tidy player The that, that bit against Blackburn the weekend have you seen that um, that clip of it I think Focus Leeds put it on their, their Twitter page uh, forgive me if I'm wrong about that but it'll be on, some, on you'll see it on Leeds Twitter he basically he gets the ball it's like the 92nd minute or something and knocks it past a Blackburn player and just r- uh, runs at about 30 miles an hour down the wing which he seems to do a lot when he comes off the bench. Like, I think Bielsa kind of brings him on, just kind of, you know, like, waste a bit of time, see the game out. Whereas he comes on and thinks, ah, I'm just going to bomb it down the left-hand side, <laughs> see if I can score another goal in extra time. Um, he's been really impressive off the bench, and we've always we've always had a great academy. Um, it's, it's about time we produced another really good left-back, because, like, Charlie Taylor was a while ago now. Uh, we've not had a one come up from the under-23s to kind of be a mainstay for a while. And you, you kind of hope, given how inconsistent Barry Douglas is how technically out of position Gianni and mental Gianni Oloski <laughs> is that Leif Davis might be the long term answer to that yeah. kind of question mark because we've had a left back's been a bit of a weird position for us for a few years now yeah we've had a few dodgy left backs Lawrence the box springs to mind it was it was dreadful awful seven player. games for Leeds United they didn't win a single one Vernon needs to play in there briefly <laughs> yeah as well um, yeah left back has been a really weird position but Leif Davis he's got a really bright future of course arrived uh, from Morecambe in 2018 he impressed in his first uh, senior appearance of course uh, short notice uh, away at Aston Villa in that 3-2 win there very impressive Dan every time he's played for the first team he's been really really good I've been really impressed with 
from the same academy apparently as Alan Shearer and Michael Bridges. Yeah, up yeah. in the northeast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. he's a Geordie lad. He's from he's from Mayans. Yeah, yeah he, he does sound really Geordie when you hear him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Leif Davis, he's got a really bright future. Very, very impressive. He, he is one for the future, and it's really, really good to tie uh, a youngster like him down on a, on a long term deal, isn't it, Alfie? It's, it, very different from what we've been used to over the years. We, we always seem to let go of our really good youngsters, but Leif Davis, he's one for the future, and, and it's good that we're tying him down on a long term deal. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's another sort of signal of the, of the change that's happened at Elland Road, and that we're. We're, t- we're tying down not only quality players but young players as well because we had another flurry in, in the summer of a lot of academy players tying them down and especially with Davis, you know, kind of breaking through and he, he does look genuinely quality every time he comes on um, and, you know, he's been touted by Liverpool and, um, well, I presume Newcastle as well. You know, I, I think that would probably be his, his dream destination, a lot of Premier League clubs. So to tie him down is, is a great one and, you know, as I said before, is He's got a you know kind of a special not connection. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I know him, but he did. He he, he grew up in the sort of the next town over, and like, um, and it, and his last went to the same school as I did. I know you know I, I know of it, and and you know I've got mates uh, like my housemate, um, used to be in the same sort of group of friends, same circle as him. So, uh, yeah, it's really great to see a Geordie lad doing well at at Leeds. Um, so yeah, it's it's great to see, and you know he's genuinely quality and will be an asset. Yeah. For the rest of the season, we've had a Geordie in the squad for a while, have we? No, I was thinking that actually, it's it's I, I can't remember. I think Farshaw's the first Scouser we've had for a while as well. Yeah, yeah and he's proper Scouser. He's a really, he? he's yeah. really Scouser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Charles, is this the end for Barry Douglas? Do you think at Leeds United? Of course, he hasn't hit the ground running yet. Of course, riddled with injuries as well. Um, I mean, for me, I'd, I'd much prefer to to, to bed in youngsters like Lee Davis yeah, he's, and, he's, and give them a chance. Is, is it the end for Barry Douglas? Do you think he's thirty years old now, and he's been here what eighteen months now? Um, he's not really kind of impressed much has he no he, he isn't the Barry Douglas from Wolves is he no um, he's he's just been a bit when he's not been injured he's, he's, he's either I've, I've seen him like get completely turned on occasions and he's been maybe a bit slow slowing the play down and um, people say oh, he's, he's a bit more of an experienced kind of mature player in that position but I've always thought I'd rather have someone a bit more exciting someone a bit younger to be in that position yeah yeah. And I think the likes of uh, Alioski's a bit younger than him, and but he's got a great engine. Leith Davis has got a lot of pace, great engine. Um, becoming a much better defender as well. He's reading the game much better than he did um, uh, a couple of seasons ago. Well, last season. Not a couple of seasons ago, last <laughs> season. Um, he, he can really, obviously, because uh, Carl Brown's training him to be a kind of a centre-back as well. Uh, uh, he, only, he only plays centre-back in a back three, not in a back two. And obviously not, not in a back four. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying back two there. I mean, ambitious formation. <laughs> but yeah, you can see that he's... He's kind of learning the trade of being a kind of an all-rounder defender, proper Bielsa defender, yeah. ball-playing, attacking defender, if that makes sense, <laughs> <laughs> which I hope it does. Yeah, I, I, I think this is probably the end for Barry Douglas. I don't, I don't say he'll never play for us again because I think there'll be cup games at yeah. the time when people are injured, but I think as a consistent mainstay at left-back, I think that, that period yeah. of, of time for him to be there is over. Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've, we've seen it in, in recent weeks. Steve Davis has been coming on coming off the bench instead of Barry Douglas at the weekend. Barry Douglas on the bench, he didn't come off instead Leif Davis. Instead Leif Davis came off the bench and, and, and played. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, but, yeah, Leif Davis tied down to a long-term contract, three-and-a-half-year deal for him there. And um, a Tausch Click as well, uh, a long-term contract for him. So, yeah, really, really good moves by uh, Leeds United. Uh, just some uh, quick bits of news then uh, to uh, go over. 
Uh, so uh, Keycock saying Leeds United have been granted uh, extra time to respond to the FA over the racism allegations. Uh, he was due to respond on Tuesday the 12th of November, but that is now uh, on uh, Wednesday the uh, 27th of November. Uh, this is just going to keep on rumbling on, so, so keep an eye out on it. And uh, finally, tickets for Leeds United's game away at Huddersfield Town on Saturday the 7th of December will go on sale at 10.30am this Monday, uh, allocated via the away attendance tracker, unfortunately, uh, as there's only uh, 2,300 tickets uh, up for grabs. Uh, really, really unfortunate this because I was hoping to to, to, to try and uh, grab a ticket. Uh, it would have been a really, really good one to go to. I'd have loved to go to this away day. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it would have got a bigger allocation. We just don't have enough time or money to go to enough away games to get yeah. the away track. <laughs> we, we, it's just a fact of life, isn't it? They, they yeah. cost like 30, 40 quid. Yeah, well, people have been building them up over, up, you yeah, know, over, over many, many years. Um, they're only giving us 2,300 is dodgy as well. Yeah, I, I thought... that's what, like 12% of their yeah. stadium? Because in the past, they've given us that entire stand, haven't they, behind that goal. Yeah. Um, but... I think now they're just going to give us a portion think, of the, that. The police might have had a word there. Yeah. It's always, there's always a, it's always a bit tense between Leeds and Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah. I think, but I think they might, I mean, I'm hoping that they'll open up the rest of the stand because I think, I mean, hopefully they'll look at um, examples like the, the Preston game, um, you know, with the Preston uh, police purposefully lowering, you know, the, the police presence and saying they're policing behaviour not reputation so, you know that worked to treat there was absolutely no trouble at all with that so uh, yeah because that's just a just a purposefully stingy allocation because you know they can't even sell out their home and you know, <laughs> you know it's just it, it's really uh, yeah it's petty I think it's really yeah. petty when yeah. when clubs do that um, just small cold mentality isn't yeah, it? Really yeah <laughs> is it? well it absolutely is because you know no matter how big the stadium is how much how many times been in the Premier League they are still a very small club with a very you know <laughs> disengaged and very uh, dispassionate fan base who have to use <laughs> clappers to make an atmosphere and, and drums and yeah. drums it's just it's just I hate I, I, hate, I really hate it gives it, me a migraine yeah. the England band gives me a migraine every time I watch the game yeah but yeah, yeah no, I think I think they'll they'll expand it and yeah I hope yeah, I hope hopefully. to go to my second ever away game yeah I, I, I opted to do it you had a bit of one before I went to Wigan this season that was my first ever oh, away yeah. game yeah nice nice yeah but I do hope that they uh, they uh, extend the uh, away allocation or otherwise there's going to be a lot of Leeds United fans in the home end I think oh, absolutely. Um, yeah well but uh, before we move on just an update on uh, the Leeds United under that 23s well. um, just an update on the Leeds United under 23s they are currently 2-0 down after 19 minutes away at Derby County so uh, Oops. Uh, unless unless uh, there's going to be a, an excellent comeback then um, yeah I, I think we've probably lost this one I'm, I'm, I'm watching the game now and Derby County just keep on just keep on attacking so um, yeah 2-0 down after 20 minutes for Leeds United under 23s away at Derby County in the Premier League Cup so um, yeah it, it doesn't look good right now. Um, let's just you say never that. Know. <laughs> um, uh, we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on then. Uh, of course, it is now the international break, so there's no Leeds United game to look ahead to this week. We'll save that for next week. Uh, but plenty of Leeds United players will be going on international duty. So let's run over all these. So uh, Stuart Dallas. Uh, Stuart Dallas is in the uh, Northern Ireland squad for the uh, two their two very important games in uh, Group C of the uh, Euro 2020 qualifiers. Uh, one of those games is at home to Netherlands, and the other is away at Germany. Uh, Northern Ireland are currently three points behind uh, Netherlands and Germany, who occupy the top two spots uh, with 15 points. So um, uh, yeah, good luck to Northern Ireland there, Stuart Dallas. Hopefully they do um, do very good. It's not, it'll, it'll be really really nice seeing Northern Ireland in the Euros during the last Euros. Fantastic videos of, of all the fans out there celebrating. It, it was very entertaining, so uh, yeah, good luck to them there. Uh, Matthaus Klick, he's been called up to uh, put to the Poland squad for their two uh, Euro 2020 qualifiers in Group G. Uh, uh, they are away at Israel and then at home against Slovenia. 
And uh, just four points from those two games will guarantee a place at Euro 2020 uh, for Poland. Uh, Tyler Roberts, he's, uh, he is in the Wales squad uh, for their games uh, against Azerbaijan away in Hungary at home. Uh, both in Euro 2020 qualifiers as well in Group E. So, uh, yeah, good luck to uh, Wales there. And uh, Matasz Bogus, he's in uh, Poland's under-21 squad uh, for their away game against Bulgaria under-21s and then Montenegro under-21s. Uh, Alfie McCalmont, he is in the uh, Northern Ireland under-21 squad for their uh, two games, uh, two home games against uh, Hungary uh, under-21s and Romania under-21s. Uh, Elan Mezlier, uh, he's been called up to the France under-21 squad for their uh, home game uh, against Georgia under-21s and their away game against uh, Switzerland under-21s. And uh, Jack Clark, uh, Jack Clark, uh, he... he <laughs> First time I've heard his name for a while, Jack Clark. <laughs> um, yeah, England under-20s uh, squad uh, for him. Uh, they are away uh, against uh, Portugal under-20s and then uh, at home against Iceland under-20s. Uh, so, yeah, good luck to uh, Jack Clark. There. He's probably going to back to Spurs in, in, in January. Uh, a lot of rumours there. So, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Um, it'll sort of our loan problem, you know, the five loanees. Yeah, and we can always bring, bring someone else in then. So, uh, Dwight yeah. Gale. <laughs> we're not getting Dwight Gale we're yeah. just not yeah Dwight Gale I, I don't think we'll ever see Dwight Gale playing the Leeds United shirt um, and finally uh, Noah Kenner uh, he is in the uh, England under 17 squad as they face Denmark under 17s at home and in Czech, Czech uh, Republic under 17 he got a photo with uh, Fabian Delph he did. did. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yes, yeah. I saw uh, that. I think the caption was uh, "Don't forget your roots from Delph," which is nice. Yeah. Fantastic. A nod to his uh, his Leeds United Academy days. Yeah, he didn't spend too long at Leeds United, did he? No, he didn't. No. But, you know, we made, we're we still classing him about having made him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he fund the East Stand or something? Did he, was his sale that funded the uh, kind of improvements on the East Stand? Probably. I think so. Yeah, I think, I think that was right. it. Yeah. yeah, it sounds vaguely right, and that's what we're all about in this podcast, yeah. being vaguely right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always good to, to see former players who, you know, they're still well, yeah, that uh, Costa Rica game a couple of years ago, you know, when he gave Leeds salute when he was wandering around his England oh, shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant, yeah, really good. Uh, but yeah, those are all players going on international duty, uh, just for yet players there, so Stuart Dallas, Matosh Click, Tyler Roberts, Matosh Bogush, Alfie McCalmont, Elon Meslier, Jack Clark, and uh, Noah Kenner. Um, England then, of course, England, uh, we've already qualified for Euro 2020 next year after that 5-0 win uh, away at Bulgaria. Um, but we do, do still have some uh, Group A games we left to play. Huh? We need a point. Do we need a point? We need a point to qualify. All, I thought we had already I think, well, qualified. I think it's, it's all but qualified now. A point at home to Montenegro. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I, I, I see that. that as achievable. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, Montenegro at home on Even Thursday night. Even without Rain Sterling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's bizarre, isn't it? Are we going to comment on that, or are we just going to leave that? I mean, Raheem Sterling getting in a fight with Gomez, and Raheem Sterling. I mean, Gomez being... is like four times bigger than he is. I don't know what, that's not a fight you're going to win. <laughs> no. It's, bra- it's brave, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very brave. Yeah, and Gareth Southgate, of course, kicking Raheem Sterling out of the England squad. I think uh, Sterling was just a bit angry at the fact that they essentially lost the league title uh, in that game. And then I think he was obviously still a bit annoyed when he went into England training. It's kind yeah. of been blown out of proportion by the press, though. Like yeah. Some of them accused him of like, scratching Gomez's face because Gomez has a scratch on his face. <laughs> it's like, then there's not been any I don't think he would have done that, no. no, no. Uh, but I, I've... I've Loved seeing all the memes. <laughs> seeing all the memes there on, was online. There were some funny memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been brilliant. Um, to be honest, like, I don't know why Joe Gomez is even getting in England squad because he's not even playing for Liverpool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. A bit, how, bit of a strange yeah, one. No, but he's still, he's still probably one of our best centre halves, though, Joe Gomez. Because he's, he's class whenever he plays. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. But it's, but it's, like, Maguire, it's Maguire and yeah, but Gomez, Mings probably. is ahead of him at this point, so in England. Oh, Mings. Yeah, I forgot about Mings. Yeah. Yeah. But Gomez is better than Michael Keane, at least. So. Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. better than Michael Keane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think everyone, yeah, everyone's most, better than most Michael Keane. Most able-bodied human <laughs> <crap> player. 
Uh, but yeah, England, we do still have some uh, Group A games left to play. Of course, Montenegro at home on Thursday night, uh, which uh, we'll, we'll probably win. Score prediction for that one, guys? 5-0. Uh, 6. 5-0. 6-0. 6-1. They're not going to score. If they do, it'll be they'll, off the they'll score. They'll probably a go corner. one nil up off a corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go ten nil England. Well, ten nil. Yeah, ten, ten nil to England. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we're still thinking reasonable score lines yeah. all around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're probably going to win that one and, and be able to qualify and then uh, go into Sunday's game away at Kosovo. Uh, that's of course on Sunday night. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that really. I'm predicting that six five because of how entertained the last game uh, was against yeah. Kosovo. Yeah, it was entertaining, wasn't it? Away F- five at, three at win, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm as an England fan, I'm fearing that game because I, I, I think you know what? Well, watching that that game at Southampton, it was entertaining, but scary how easy it was for Burse and Selina to you know to disassemble our you know the country's finest defenders you know this given Ben White kind of had him under wraps for the majority of the Swansea I know, game but <laughs> just just get Southgate to chuck Ben White in you know no 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 need for Maguire but yeah I'll go for uh, I think we'll we'll draw that uh, nil nil draw that nil nil well I, well I, no actually Nah, there's good, there's got to be goals. I think uh, no, I think we'll uh, I think we'll lose three two. <laughs> you predict it's to lose, man. <laughs> yeah, I think no. Honestly, I we're think not we're going to lose. If you think we're going to lose to Kosovo away, but if you think about how we've lost one qualifying just, game in just ten think, years. Yeah, I know, but just think about because the Kosovo fans who were brilliant, by the way, at, at Southampton, the amount of them that were there. Just think about how hostile that stadium is going to be. It's going to be sold out. It, they're going to be. They're going to think. You know, this is probably the best chance we've had so far as a competing nation to beat a properly good side. We know that if we try and attack them, they'll run scared. So yeah, I think. I think. I think it could be a. To be honest, when I saw the game last time, it just looked like whenever he attacked them, they just thought, ah, oh, whatever. If we can see, let's just go up there and then score another one. It was like it was like watching a five-a-side game. It was brilliant. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, because their defense is genuinely rubbish. But no, I think. I think it's time for a. I think it'll be a famous Kosovo win. Actually, no. I think 3-2 Kosovo. No, they're not going to win. And, that's, uh, that's why I predicted 6-5. I'm expecting another entertaining game with Michael Keane think... being made to look like a League One standard defender <laughs> because he is one. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful of that. We'll, we'll win that one 3-1, I reckon. All right, okay. I, I reckon Kosovo will probably, probably score, especially at home. But no, nah, we'll win. We'll, we'll we'll win both of these for uh, sure and, and uh, qualify for Euro 2020. Uh, an update finally on the Legion and 23s. We're now 3 0 down. 3 <laughs> 0 down after 20, 28 oh, minutes. It's only the under 23s. Yeah, so uh, under 23s, yeah, probably, probably out of the cup. At least it's yeah. a cup game and not a yeah. league game. Yeah, we, 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 probably, we probably lost that, that game. Yeah, 3 0 down after 28 minutes. Not good. Not good at all. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry to end, sorry to, uh, end on, a, on a really, really uh, bad note there. <laughs> Uh, but that does bring us to the end of uh, episode 43 of the All Things Leagues podcast. Thank you very much, as always, to Charles for joining me in the studio. Thanks for having me on, Matt. And uh, thank you very much as, as well to uh, Alfie for joining us. Yeah, I do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me on. It's been yeah. great. Thank w- you. Where can people find you if they, if they want to follow you? Uh, well, they can follow me on, uh, I think I'm at Geordie underscore white or underscore underscore white on Twitter. And uh, yeah, on the Bielsa's Basement every week on the LS11 channel. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Charles, of course, just remind everyone else your mine's at ups and downs nine nine nine. And I am at Ed underscore McIntyre at ninety eight. The, uh, the D and Downs is capital for mine. So nice. Also, my my picture is of uh, Neil Warnock's face on Colonel Gaddafi's body. 
because I found that too funny not to have with my profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. No, no wonder you don't use your real name. <laughs> um, yeah, finally, I do. I do just want to shout out a, f- a few people uh, this week on Twitter. So, so past few weeks has been really, really down for me, especially with the uh, All Things Lee's side. But uh, uh, a tweet from uh, Stephen Elliott on Twitter said. Uh, said basically listed off all the podcasts that I listened to All Things Leeds wasn't on there despite him following the All Things Leeds uh, channel so um, uh, yeah that that tells me where, where the problem is uh, on Twitter uh, but yeah a few people replied to that uh, mentioning uh, All Things Leeds saying uh, this is a good podcast so thank you very much to Chris Murgatroyd uh, James uh, C. Milford um, David uh, Caraco uh, Forrest um, and uh, also um, at HR something <laughs> he's got a very long name it says and then I saw his face now I'm a Bielsa <laughs> that, that's, it, that's his twi- that's his Twitter name very clever uh, but yeah. so I, I shook them all a follow I think I'm pretty sure yeah I shook them all a follow as well so yeah thank you very much to all those guys for, for supporting the uh, podcast really really do appreciate it keep on there keep, keep on spreading the word we really really do appreciate it and yeah we do appreciate everyone who has listened uh, or watched this podcast uh, we really do appreciate it let's all wave to the camera now on YouTube and Facebook Cheers, lads. so if you want to see what we I'm all losses. look like if you want to what we all look like uh, uh, doing this podcast and make sure you go and uh, check out the YouTube and, and, and uh, Facebook pages if you only listen on uh, Apple Podcasts or, or whatever uh, but yeah thank you very much as, uh, to everyone who has listened uh, or watched we really really do appreciate it uh, if you uh, enjoyed them why not subscribe or follow give us a 5 star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there uh, share the podcast around as well uh, make sure to follow All Things Leads on social media when Facebook, Twitter and Instagram search up All Things Leads 1 on uh, Twitter and Instagram search up All Things Leads on Facebook subscribe to the YouTube channel as well if you have not already me and Charles we will be back next week but for now take care and we'll see you later